Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh unto you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. James chapter 4 verses 7 and 8. The word translated to double-minded in this passage in the original Greek was dipsicus, which literally means two-spirited. In other words, it refers to a person who is listening to more than one spirit. This is why the scriptures tell us that a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Because that he is following the leading of multiple influencing spirits. The Bible tells us very clearly that there is both a spirit of truth, which is the Holy Spirit of God, and a spirit of error, which is the unholy spirit of the adversary. Therefore, a double-minded man is one who is listening to both and has become unstable because of it. Therefore, does James tell us that for this person, it is simply time to submit to God and resist the devil. Don't overthink it. Just do it. By faith, trust what God says and stop submitting to the devil and resisting the Holy Spirit. Because though it may flip back and forth like the double-minded man, I assure you of this, that you cannot submit to both at the same time. You cannot serve to masters. Because the truth is this, that you will submit to one and resist the other. So I ask you to examine your heart today. Do you, in your daily agreements, resist the Holy Spirit or the spirit of error? John tells us in 1 John chapter 4, verse 6, speaking of he himself and the other faithful ministers and apostles of the Lord God, of whom our scriptures were given, he said that we are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us, yet he that is not of God heareth us not. Hereby know we those who are led by the Spirit of truth, and those who have chosen to be led by the Spirit of error. My friend, we all know those who come and go in their steadfastness in the faith. These are they of whom James is addressing. In our opening passage, those who have known the truth, but once having known it, have chosen to submit to the voice of the devil unto sin, and in doing so have resisted the Holy Spirit and the conviction that he sent them. To them, he says simply, stop it. Stop fighting. Stop justifying. Stop giving a place to the devil by agreeing with his lies and prides, and simply submit to God. Because one thing is for sure that you cannot serve two masters. If you choose to humble yourself and submit to God, then the devil will flee from you eventually. However, be warned that it works the other way also. That if you choose to submit to the devil and resist the Holy Spirit, then he will depart from you eventually. Just the same. We saw this happen in the scripture to Eli, to Saul, and to the Israelites. 
God instructed Eli in righteousness over and over again, but he refused to submit. He resisted what the Holy Spirit had spoken so that finally the glory departed from him. Saul resisted the words of the Holy Spirit through the prophet and in doing so forfeited the mercy of repentance which at its core is choosing agreement with God and departing from sin, which is nothing more or less than agreement with the voice of the enemy, the adversary of the brethren, the very embodiment or body of sin, as Paul often put it. This happened again and again unto sin and the grieving of God's spirit throughout history. We read of it in Acts chapter 7, verse 51, when the words of the apostles came forth, saying, You stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ear, you do always resist the Holy Ghost, as your fathers did before you, so still do you. You see, the truth is this, that obedience to the Holy Spirit is not always pleasant. It is crucifying to your flesh and death to those selfish, self-pleasing, unclean spirits. I'm sorry if no one told you this, but crucifixion isn't pleasant or easy or painless until you're dead. So yes, the burden will be lifted, but only once that you have submitted. If you still feel the pain of your flesh being crucified, it is because it has not yet died. In other words, you have not given up that old corrupt ghost and allowed the new and holy one to be birthed in you. My friend, I assure you of this, that dead men do not plead their case at their crucifixion. If you are speaking blame, reasoning, and justifications for your sins and actions, then it means that the spirit and man who worked together to commit them are still fully living and fighting to prevent their death which is nothing less than the separating of that spirit from the body that it inhabits. Think about that for a minute and stop fighting and just die to self, to selfishness, to self-willedness. Surrender yourself to God's will and trust him unto the crucifying of your flesh just like Jesus. He was innocent and could have defended himself, but still he didn't. He laid down his will and his life in faith, fully trusting God, and gained four more back than he gave up. No, it is not easy, but it is worth it. Lose the will to live unto sin, and just submit. Because that when you do this, that old ghost or spirit will lift and the spirit of God will move in. A death and a resurrection. Romans chapter 6 verse 5 tells us this, For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him. That the body of sin, or the embodiment of that sin, might be destroyed. That henceforth we should not serve sin. There is victory 
for those who are in Christ Jesus, but you've got to be willing to die before you can be revived. You can't be resurrected unless you've been first crucified. But if you are willing by faith to humble yourself and grab hold of this truth today, then you can walk in the true power of God and his amazing grace. Because Romans 8 chapter 11 reminds us that if the same spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his own spirit that now dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, we are no longer in debt to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if we now choose to live after the flesh, we will die. But if we through the spirit do mortify, crucify the demons, of the body then we shall live because that as many as are led by his spirit the spirit of God it is they who are the sons of God so again today I ask you my friend who have you been resisting have you resisted the truth that the Holy Spirit has delivered unto you or have you resisted the error that the enemy has been planting in your ear? I pray today that we stop fighting the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ in our pride and just let that old man, that self-willedness, that evil spirit, that embodiment or the body of sin die and be buried with Christ. Give up the ghost, give up that evil spirit and receive the Holy One. When you do this, my friend, you will finally walk in the true freedom of deliverance that the Redeemer came to give us such a great salvation and deliverance, overcoming power. Yet I remind you of this, that once you choose to resist the devil, then he will start to resist you. So don't be sold the lie that everything is going to be a bed of roses once you choose the right side of this war that we are in, there will be opposition. He will keep fighting and tempting and trying to get back in. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 32 tells us this, But call to remembrance the former days in which after you were illuminated, or in other words, after you realized and aligned yourself with the truth, after this happened, to you, you began to endure a great fight of afflictions, partly while you were made a gazing stock, both by reproaches and afflictions, and partly whilst you became companions of them that were also used of God. I don't want to sell you a false Christianity because this will cause you to fall away when things aren't easy or pleasing. That's playing into the old man, the wrong spirit. That's the one that needs to die. We have to be willing to be a living sacrifice. We've got to be willing to serve God no matter what it costs us. We've got to remember that the word says that only those who endure till the end shall be saved. And this passage that we just read in Hebrews tells us that as soon as we truly get saved, we're going to have to face a great onslaught of affliction and opposition but my friend keep pressing towards the mark of the high calling believing what the word of god says that after we have done the will of god that we will receive the reward if we don't faint if we keep pressing forward he is faithful to the end he will finish what he started and he is coming back with great blessing and reward for those who endure keep believing the truth that jesus sacrificed to teach us and keep resisting the enemy 
who comes to oppose it. Matthew chapter 5 verse 10 says this, the very words of Jesus, Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they also the prophets which came before you. This is Jesus' blessing message, my friend. It's not about prosperity and materialism. It's about enduring the fight of affliction that rises in opposition to discourage you from enduring, to discourage you from persevering, from resisting. It doesn't want you persevering. It doesn't want you enduring. It wants you to give in to those other spirits and begin to agree with them again. Jesus tells us these warnings to keep enduring, keep resisting, keep pressing forward. In John chapter 16, verse 33, he says, These things have I spoken unto you that you might have peace, because that in the world you will have persecutions. But be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. He's already won the fight. He's coming back to enact the judgments given to that enemy, that spirit of error that deceives men. And nations. You see, my friend, I want you to understand this that though our opening passage tells us that if we are willing to submit to God and resist the devil, then the devil will flee from us and we will have overcoming victories. So does Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30 say, Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you were sealed unto the day of redemption. Understand this that if you grieve the Holy Spirit, then the script is flipped. And in the same manner that once you resisted the devil and he began to resist you and he became your enemy, so will it become true that if you resist the Holy Spirit and come into agreement with the adversary, will you make yourself the enemy of God and he be forced to resist you? In Isaiah chapter 63 verse 8, we read this account of the words of God to a people who had done this where he says, Surely... They are my people, children that will not lie, for he was their savior. In all their affliction was he also afflicted, and the very angel of his presence saved them. In his love and in his pity he redeemed them and carried them all the days of old. But they rebelled and grieved his Holy Spirit. Therefore he was turned to be their enemy. And he fought against them. This is a serious thing, my friend, as Hebrews chapter 10 verse 31 says, it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. We know that the word of God says that to be friends with the world makes us the enemy of God. You can be the enemy of God when you resist the truth. Then he who is the truth, the way and the life will be forced to resist you. This is why Romans reminds us of both the goodness and the severity of our God, that he will not be mocked. You see, when you resist the enemy, he will rise up and fight against you. But we have this faith, assurance, and blessed hope that Jesus has already overcome this world so that we know that God wins in the end. But if you choose to resist the truth, and come into agreement and alignment with the voice of the enemy, that spirit of error, 
submitting to it, unto obedience and opposition to the truth, the way, and the life. And God will fight against you. And again, I remind you that God wins. So which side would you rather be on at the day of judgment? My friend, fear God and use wisdom. Resist the devil and submit to the Holy Spirit. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.